Um, this is our first night back on Wednesday night uh, after a long hiatus, and uh, um, it's good good to be back. Good to see this number here. We hope that number will grow over the next uh, few weeks and months, and uh, we hope that eventually everyone will be able to get back back to normal. Nothing new that we haven't set up here in the front before. Huh. First song is number 213, 213. We're going to sing a couple of songs, um, and then we're going to have the devotional. Uh, we'll sing another song, have a closing prayer, and um, do that. Do we do an opening prayer on Wednesday night? Is that my job? We do, do you do that first? That sounds familiar. I might have been thinking. It's like learning all over again, isn't it? All right, here we go. Sing all three verses. Let's stand while we sing. He took my burdens all away up to brighter day a Please. 
As you can tell, we're still getting our sea legs a little bit for Wednesday nights. Welcome to the announcements portion of our <laughs> services. Uh, Jeremy Miller will be teaching the classes for all boys kindergarten through elementary. Connie will be taking uh, the kindergarten through elementary girls. Is that right? Okay. Uh, David uh, will be teaching the junior high through high school. Uh, and Kelly will be doing the uh, preschool <laughs> age group. And then Rick's going to have the auditorium class in here. I'll have a class in my office um, if you'd like to join there. So those are our class options right now. Uh, so be aware of those. Uh, also, we are going to be recognizing our seniors one week from Sunday night. We've got 10 graduates this year, and we'll honor them at that time, followed by a reception for them and their families. So be looking forward to that. Also, parents, if you've got kids going to Fort Hill this year, Fort Hill is limiting uh, the number of campers due to COVID restrictions. Uh, if you've not registered your camper yet, you need to do that ASAP. We also have a sheet on the four-year board for you to sign if your child will be attending Fort Hill so you can receive a $60 reimbursement on the camp fee. Uh, as far as prayers go and our sick list goes this, uh, this week, Carol Galloway is now home. She did not get to have her uh, kidney stone surgery. That's been postponed again. Uh, so be in prayer for, for her and Clinton. Dottie Hagar had a double knee replacement this morning at King's Daughters Medical Center in Portsmouth. She'll be going to rehab for therapy in the next day or so. And the location of rehab facility is unknown as of this evening, but keep her in your prayers. Uh, Yvonne Cornell's knee surgery was rescheduled until later this month. And Mildred Jones is now in uh, Thomas Memorial Hospital in Charleston. She's dealing with stage 4 Alzheimer's, so keep her and her family in your prayers. They're struggling. Um, also, Jerry said um, that we just need to continue to remember his brother Wayne uh, in, uh, in our prayers as he uh, recovers from his knee surgery and the complications from that. Um, Portia also wants us to remember Trey uh, as, as we pray, and Earl uh, with his uh, diabetes and the infection in his foot, I hear it's getting better. Also remember Kristen Ward, Rusty Leap, and others that are undergoing treatments and recovering from recent surgeries. Be sure to check the prayer list each Sunday for those uh, in need of our continued prayers. Also, uh, it's nice to be able to announce... Um, uh, activities again. So that's fun. So there's going to be a teen devotional this Sunday after services at 6 o'clock. The Devo will be at the Williams and uh, pizza and drinks will be provided. This is for middle school and high school and college. Uh, so be looking forward to that. That's this Sunday after services at the Williams house. Hey. Congratulations. Mary Stevens is having cataract surgery in the morning so keep her in your prayers. Everything goes well there and uh, maybe you can see, see clearly. <laughs> All right, if there's nothing else, uh, let's pray, and uh, we'll enter back into our worship. Father, we love you. you know, we are grateful that you love us, Father. We're humbled to be able to come to you in prayer and to make all the things that are on our hearts known to you, Father, known to uh, the creator of the universe, the one who has power and authority over every aspect of our lives. We're grateful to have relationship with you, Father. We're thankful tonight for our opportunity to, to worship you, to lift up our voices and our hearts in song, Father, and to open up your word and to allow it to teach us, to convict us, to transform us into who you want us to be, Father. Continue to watch over us and be with us, Father. Help us to bring honor and glory to your name. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Next song is number two, uh, 315. 315. We'll sing all three verses. Then we'll have our uh, devotional. Dave's speaking that, uh, presenting that to us tonight. I'd like to stay here longer than men's allotted days and watch the fleeting changes of life's unending ways. But if my Savior calls me to last me home on high, I'll live with him forever in glory by and by. Oh, yes, I'll live in glory. Good evening, church family. Um, also, uh, another announcement, there will be a ladies' class as well in the old, old auditorium too, so all ladies can go to that. I want to go to that class. What worries you? What worries you? Is it an overdrawn bank account? Maybe it's gaining 10 to 15 pounds, which was easy to do during COVID. Maybe a child being expelled or nobody calls over the weekend. Or maybe it's your mother-in-law visiting for two weeks. <laughs> what worries you? The Bible talks about being worried. Now, when I originally told Gary I was doing a sermon about worried, 
I told him I was worried about doing it. And he's kind of laughed at me. But um, if you will turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12. To Luke chapter 12. And starting in verse 22. Now, the beginning of this, of, of chapter 22, Jesus sent her... Uh, has a man come up to him and ask him to split his inheritance with his brother. And Jesus tells him a parable. And that's another story for another time, another lesson for another time. But here, in starting in verse 22, Jesus continues with this subject with his disciples. And Jesus says, don't fuss about what's on the table during mealtime, and don't fuss about your clothes or in your closet or fashions. There's far more inner important things in life than what you put in your, to your stomach. There's far more important things on your outer appearance than what you put onto your body. If you just look at the ravens, they're free and unfettered. Not tied down to a job description. Free in care of, care of God. Jesus says, you count more than the ravens. You count more than that. In these first two verses, you read that Jesus doesn't want us to worry about what we put into our stomachs. He doesn't want us to worry about what the clothes we put on every day. Why? Well, don't we have a tendency to wonder what we're going to eat? I mean, I know 10 minutes into Chris's lesson, my stomach's going, where's lunch? Or don't we have a tendency to wonder what we're going to wear? I mean, to be honest, I'd ask Mandy today if what I was wearing looked okay. <laughs> I'm probably, hopefully I'm not the only guy who does that. Um, I am. <laughs> but Jesus says... Has any of you ever faced the mirror and fussed about being taller, even so by an inch? Did fussing do anything? Then why fuss at all? Why fuss at all? And Jesus gives this word picture. If you walk into the fields and you sit there and look at the wildflowers... They don't fuss about their appearance. But have you ever seen the color and the design quite like it? Even ten best men and ten best women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God pays that much attention to the wildflowers, don't you think he pays that much more attention to you? So take pride in you. Do his best in, for you. So why do you think Jesus gives this word picture here about wildflowers? When he's sitting there talking to the disciples. We find out in the next verse, 29 through 32, he says, What I'm trying to do is tell you here to relax. To relax. Not be so preoccupied with getting. So that way you can respond to God's giving. 
See, because the people who don't know God and the way He works fuss over those things. But you know God and how He works. So put yourself in God's reality, in God's initiative, in God's provision. And you'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Don't be afraid of missing out. The Father wants to give you his kingdom itself. And what he means by giving us the kingdom is by you making Jesus the Lord and the king of your life. He must control every aspect of your life. He must control your work. He must control your play. He must control your plans. He must control your relationships. Is God's kingdom the only one of your many concerns? Or is it the central of all you do? Are you holding back any areas of your life from God's control? As God, the Lord Creator, wants to help provide you with every single need. And He will help guide you through those needs, through His Word. In the last two verses, Jesus says, Be generous. Give to the poor. Get yourself a bank that cannot go bankrupt. A bank in heaven, far from bank robbers, safe from embezzlers. A bank that you can bank on. It's obvious where our treasure is, isn't it? It's in heaven. The place where it ought to be and should end up being. Jesus wants us to give to the poor. He wants us to give to the unfortunate. He wants us not to worry about what we eat and the clothes we put on. You see, when you worry, when you worry, it causes depression. It causes suicide thoughts. It causes substance abuse, trouble sleeping, digestive problems, headaches, chronic pain, social isolation, problems functioning in school or at work, even a poor quality of life. And when you have those Things in your life that causes heart disease, it causes diabetes, it causes thyroid problems, and it causes high blood pressure. Now, if you suffer from any of those, you need to see help. You need to seek help. And if a counselor can't help you, to help you with your anxiety or your worries, or the preacher can't, then we can refer you to somebody. But on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being... No sweat and ten being panic. Where's your worry now in your life? How would you live your life any different the way Jesus tells us in the story? See, Jesus commands us not to worry. But how can we do that? Only by faith. 
Only faith can free us from our anxieties that cause us greed in our convictions. It's good to work out a plan of responsibility, but it's bad to sit there and worry about how that plan will go wrong. Worry is pointless because it fills none of our needs. It doesn't help you at all when you worry. Worry is foolish because the creator of our universe loves us and he knows exactly on what we need in our lives. And he promises to meet all our needs in our life. Now maybe you're here this evening and worry has weighed you down. Worry's got a hold of you where it's distracted you from your spiritual life. Where it's kept you away from God's word. Where it's kept you away from teaching others. We'd be more than happy to pray for you. To help you get back on track. To lift your spirits. Now that's what a family does. We sort of lift each other's spirits. And we're here for each other. So maybe if you need that need, we'd be more than happy to pray for you. Or maybe this evening you're not a Christian and you want to be baptized for remission of your sins. Everything is ready. Everything's prepared. He wants you. He commands you to come forward as we stand and sing. Gone is all my dead Yeah.
bow with me. Father in heaven, we again thank you for this day and for our blessings. And Father, we're thankful to be able to be here this evening and, and to be able to, uh, to attend our classes again. And we're so thankful for that, Father, and we're thankful for the teachers. And, uh, and Father, we are mindful of those who aren't able to be with us this evening and those who are sick or whatever the situation may be, Lord, we pray that, that you'll bless them and and Father, we pray for those who was mentioned here this evening. We we pray that uh, that you'll uh, be with Trey Davis and and continue to be with Earl as uh, as he is uh, not doing having problems, Father, with your sugar. And uh, we're thankful for, uh, that Carol has got to go home. But we pray, Father, that you'll continue to bless her that she'll be able to have this surgery. Father, be with us as we, as we go to our classes and. And, Father, again, we're thankful that we're able to be here and, and, and able to attend classes again. We thank you for Jesus. And, Father, we, uh, we know that he's with us and at times we do worry. But, but we're thankful, Father, that, that we can look to him and look to you for guidance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.